At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For us this week, you know, nobody's going to give us a chance. Going to Buffalo and Sunday Night Football, a chance to get exposed. Shoot. <laughs> Might be the best thing for us. Welcome back to <laughs> Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron wow. Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. Reacting to week seven and look ahead here to week eight. The voice there of Aaron Rodgers as he and the Packers get set <laughs> for a trip to Buffalo. Buffalo off a bye. The Packers look like garbage. That number is gigantic. We're talking about the Packers as a 10-and-a-half-point dog on Sunday. They might get embarrassed against Buffalo Bills. All right, let's do our first look around week number eight in the NFL. We can start there. Buffalo, 10-and-a-half-point favorite Sunday night football against the Packers. My first thought is, this line is appropriate. I don't care it's Aaron Rodgers. This is an appropriate line. The Bills are rated as one of the two best teams in all of football, probably number one in the eyes of Vegas. The mm-hmm. Packers right now stink. They've lost three – they've lost – I mean, look at their games recently. Giants, Jets, Commanders. They can't beat those teams. And now they're on the road off a rested Buffalo team? This line is exactly where it should be. If it was under 10, I think everyone would be going to hammer the Bills. Joe, this, this line has to be at, at 10 and a half, or at least double digits. How could it not be? For people that have not used the Bills in Survivor – they're going to consider using the Bills against the Packers mm-hmm. with Aaron Rodgers healthy. That's how bad Green Bay is. They do yeah. nothing well. So these games that they're losing to, so that was a close one against Washington. Against the Jets, 17 points. And now we're talking about the Bills with the, with the 10 and a half and how outlandish that is. That London game was weird. They ended up losing by five. Uh, first game of the year when they lost to open the season against Minnesota. That was by a bunch. I believe that was, what, 16 points they lost. So these losses aren't all close either. It's not just all commanders and Giants-type game scripts. They're also getting their butts kicked by some teams. I mean, how bad are you if you lost? So let's look at the teams the Packers beat. How bad are they? Bears? Bucks? And then there's the Patriots in overtime with the fourth-round rookie making his first start. Yep. First time he played. So, I mean, the number is appropriate. That's where you started, and I agree with you. The adjustment, the Bills don't play 
and the based off the look ahead, it went from eight and a half to ten and a half. It should be double digits. I know that's going to be a big talking point this week, but that's how far we've come on the Packers. It should be double digits. And now they're sitting here, three consecutive losses, and we all believe it's going to be four straight losses. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers was trying to say as we opened up this segment, but he was joking, I, right? Or I think he's trying to keep, get his teammates, like keep them in the game, like so they don't give up on the season. I mean, the Vikings are running away with the division. The Packers' offense is terrible. I think Aaron Rodgers' hand or thumb or something is not right and even if it was this roster just isn't good enough this isn't the same team we've seen so i don't know and then you've got josh allen looking like an mvp they're coming off the bye i mean they beat the chiefs i mean this is a really tough spot i mean i guess if anything it's like what do we have to lose if you're the packers but i don't know how they stay in this game i don't either uh, I, and, and the Bills have been really good at smashing bad teams at home. They don't usually mess around in these spots. Think about the the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Two weeks ago, there were 14-point dogs. They blew them out of the building. They mm-hmm. played the oh, was it the Titans in week two on Monday night. They were about 10-point favorites, nine and a half, and they just smashed them. They, they don't mess around in these home spots when they're big favorites. So it's appropriate. The other star quarterback who's having a bad season and his team stinks right now, the Buccaneers, Thursday night football at home. They are now underdogs to Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. And it's not like the Ravens are playing great football, right? Every game they play is kind of close, too. If if not for Cade York missing that field goal at the end, that game might go to overtime. Like, the Ravens haven't exactly impressed on the scoreboard. Now, you look at some of the underlying metrics, I think people think the Ravens are better than their record or they've been better than that. But, like, mm-hmm. when was the last time a Ravens game was over? But they just won, and yet yeah. they're favorites. Like week two Aaron. or something? Yeah, right. this is crazy. I, I don't really trust the Ravens anymore. You guys know I love them, but this is this is scary. I thought they were going to lose again. This is has not been impressive. Um, but then again, putting your money behind Tom Brady and that Bucks team, that's scary too. I guess it'd have to be Bucks uh, plus one and a half or nothing for me. Is that Bucks game any different if Mike Evans brings in that touchdown pass to start the game? Probably is, yeah. I think, think that Panthers team started to believe a little bit. Like that game, the, the more the game went and they were in it, they were like, all right, we could beat this team. And they weren't scoring any touchdowns at all? Right. Yeah. I wonder. Uh, the favorite should have flipped. His favorite flipped on this a week ago. It was Tampa Bay minus three, and it's Baltimore minus one and a half. Some spots have it minus one this morning. That's appropriate. The Ravens should be the favorite. I wonder where does it go? Is there so is there so much momentum anti Bucks? And Joe, you were on this all summer long, and it was something that nobody was talking about. And all of the focus is on Brady and the offense, and the injury excuses are out the window at this point. Todd Bowles sucks. He's terrible. <laughs> He's down two touchdowns, and he decides they need three points. They need to get rid of the goose egg on the scoreboard. Who cares? You need two touchdowns. Okay, you get the field goal. That's what you, you bring the special teams unit out there for fourth down. Hey, Todd, guess what? You still need two touchdowns. So why aren't you going for a touchdown? Who cares if you get shut out? Every once in a while, there's a coordinator that's not a coach. 
Jim Schwartz was not a head coach. He was a good coordinator. Wade Phillips was not a head coach. He was a really good defensive coordinator. Todd Bowles is a great defense coordinator. He's a bad head coach. I never want yeah. to get a second chance. And, you know, he deserved that, right? He, he had earned that back. But come on, like, what are we doing now? Head coaching advantage is the Ravens. Quarterback advantage is the Ravens. They're better. I, I'm not surprised they're favorites in this game. Uh, so, I mean, this had a yep. flip. If this was the other way, everyone would be jumping to take points with the Ravens. So that one stood out as we look at some of these numbers for week eight. There, there's the one, one more game, Joe, that flipped. Did you see this? Did you see the other game that flipped? Which one, or on which one are you looking at? I'm looking at San Francisco, um, which, LA. Yep. Niners. So, so the Niners get their butts kicked by the Chiefs, and they go from on the look ahead line, the dog to the Rams, to now the favorite. The why Niners are, the, are favorite, right? Why were they the dog last why? week? Yeah, not, Niners are the favorite right now, too. Two points at BetMGM. I don't really know. So that was before. Christian McCaffrey's not moving the market that much, is he? Is that what's happening here? I wish I Did saw it last week. I would have taken the Niners before the week was played as a dog. It was – It was. let me double-check. Make sure I have this right. But I saw Rams minus two and a half. Yeah, it was Rams minus two and a half on the look ahead. And and now it's San Francisco minus two. Did they forget when they were setting the look ahead about the history of Shanahan and McVay? <laughs> oh, no. I'm not sure what it is. They're coming off a loss. The Rams are still coming off the bye, and the market goes against them. It's completely in favor of San Francisco. It's because they're going to be even healthier than they were this past week. I, I'm i not quite sure. I don't have that one figured out. Um, I think it's just McCaffrey love. Like We saw the Super Bowl lines for San Francisco go from 25 down to 15 uh, during the week. I want to see what they are not this morning after, uh, after a loss, which wasn't even all that close. Um, against the Chiefs, you would think it wouldn't drop too much because you know you're in the weaker uh, conference anyways. And right now, eh, it dropped a little bit. They're down to 17 to 1. Dropped a okay. little bit, but not too much. I, uh, I'll i probably be on San Francisco in that game. Still some things I want to look at, but I've, I'll probably be on San Francisco. And that game's at LA, too. Boy, that's tough. Short road favorite in the division matchup not something i usually sign up for and off a bye with the rams too to get themselves figured yeah. out but i still don't think the rams are any yeah. good i mean that's that's the problem in that game uh the other ones that are that, interesting that's a tough one yeah mm-hmm. giants seahawks is an interesting game giants on the road again now traveling out west to seattle seattle two and a half point favorites in this game should we stop betting against the giants because my first instinct is I like Seattle in this spot. At home, less than a field goal. Yeah. So Seattle kind of fits the team uh, that I want getting points. I don't want to lay points with. So are we overreacting? There, there was a one-point adjustment in favor of Seattle. That's interesting. So the Giants win a game they were not supposed to win on the road. Okay. They have a great record. They're tied for the best ATS record with the Falcons. And then the market goes against them again because people still think the Giants are frauds and they were impressed with what the Seahawks were doing. So it goes up to two and a half. I'm curious what direction that goes. Is it going to go to three or is it going to drop closer to a pick back to well, kind they, of where we were? They got outgained again. 
They had worse yards per play. Um, they the Jaguars had thirteen turnovers and, and a, thirteen penalties and a turnover. Joe, you said earlier the Jaguars don't know how to win. I mean, maybe this Giants thing lasts all year, but I mean they, they're not. They shouldn't be six and one. They should not be six and one. This is two straight weeks they're going on the road as an underdog, and even though they're six and one, even though their record is clearly better than the other team. There are okay to your Jaguars point. Don't know how to win. They're favored by three and a half against Denver this week. Team that doesn't know how to win is favored by more than a field goal. And let me also add, I think for me, I don't want to speak for you guys, but for me, the Titans are a team I want to fade. Oh, cool. Houston. I don't love it, but it's Houston at home. I should get a bunch of points. I'm not getting a bunch of points. The Titans are favored by three and a half. Three and a half. I thought I thought the number would be a little bit higher. Yeah, Paul, I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna end up being on Houston. I don't know if you're you're gonna be with me, but we're gonna have to. That's have a conversation. fine. Honestly, at this yeah. point, <laughs> I've, everything went sideways this week. So sure. <laughs> if it smells at home, it's very good. Very good at home. It's a fraudulent team. Yeah, they, well, they are fraudulent. That, that is for sure. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck, UL Daily. We'll dive into more of the Week 8 lines, including Dan Campbell needing a win in the worst way as a three-point home mm. dog. The Dallas Cowboys favored by double digits and the biggest line of the week. It's all coming up next right here on the Beck, UL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 